All right, welcome into the Golf Preview Podcast, RJ Bell's dream preview for Farmers Insurance Week at Torrey Pines. I'm your host, Will Doctor. Today's episode will be a quick one with the Wednesday start, and bear with me as I'm dealing with some uh, sinus issues today. But let's cut right to the chase, not waste any time. Uh, can we just give out world number one to John Rob already? I, I haven't done my due diligence of exactly figuring out the algorithms of the uh, official world golf rankings. I should do that. But, you know, what I do know is John Rob has won four tournaments in his last six starts. And when I was evaluating the leaderboard at the halfway point uh, on Saturday morning, you saw 23 year old Davis Thompson in the lead through 36 holes. And I got to talk about Davis Thompson uh, for a second because he plays like someone who has been on tour for six years and he's a rookie and he hits it a mile. People were saying it was, you know, David versus Goliath, uh, you know, going down the stretch there on on Sunday between Rob and Thompson. But, you know, Thompson is, is every bit of a Goliath as he's ranked 11th on tour in driving distance. So, you know, I don't know if I agree with the David and Goliath comparison, but I digress. Thompson's putting could have been better at times. Uh, it wasn't an issue really at all this week. The only reason he didn't win was because he didn't jump on the par fives on Sunday like he had done in the previous three rounds. I mean, my Lord, he had five eagles through the first 36 holes. I just love how composed he is and how stoic Thompson is when things are getting wayward out there. He's a lot like Patrick Cantlay in that aspect. You know, he's rocking the Air Maxes, but doesn't rock the overly sporty Nike outfits. You have to love that. The issue that I saw at the halfway mark was that John Rob was breathing down Thompson's neck. You know, this level of dominance that Rob is showing is it's so hard to maintain. But right now, when he is anywhere near the top of the leaderboard, you get that feeling that everyone else is in trouble. You know, Thompson nearly tied it back up on the 17th with a long birdie putt, but because he left the pin in and the ball was pairing carrying, you know, too much pace. It hit the pin, but didn't go at the hole. So, you know, that was a damn shame. Rob moves to number one in the FedEx Cup standings for the first time in his career after winning the American Express for the second time in his career, first coming back in 2018. He's been saying he's watching interviews of Kobe because he sees a lot of similarities in the way they approach their craft. So, you know, that's high appraisal from Rob to Kobe. So, uh, you know, this is a guy who he gets that look in his eye. And, I mean, I'm not going to make the – the Tiger comparisons, but, uh, you know, anytime he gets within five or six shots in the lead with, you know, more than 27 holes to play, it doesn't feel like it's that safe, especially when he's got a rookie in front of him like Davis Thompson. But, you know, let's get to the catastrophic American Express card. Uh, you would have been better off picking out of a damn hat. You know, terrible week for Cam Davis. Awful week for Aaron Wise. Thomas Dietrich had a respectable 26th place finish, but that did us no good with the top 10 ticket. Cantley and Zalatoris both played the weekend, and Cantley was in striking distance at times this week, but neither one, of course. Scotty Scheffler finished 11th. We had the top 10 ticket on him. Scheffler missed a 21-foot birdie putt on 18 that not only would have cashed us that ticket, but also brought him back to world number one. That didn't happen. Uh, and if things couldn't get any worse, I failed you big time with the best bet of the year, which was uh, Emiliano Grillo and Brendan Steele. 
I told you that I didn't think Steele would have a shot of playing well this week uh, due to the back injury that plagued them all fall. And, you know, Brendan Steele came into Coachella Valley and says, take a hike, Doc. He shoots a third-round 64 to make the cut, while Griot just made way too many big mistakes and missed the cut. So the bottom line is last week, simply unacceptable performance. We're down five units on the year through three events. Uh, if you put one unit on every play, so a lot of improvement to do starting this week at the Farmers. Okay, moving along into the Farmers. Uh, five of the top 10 players in the world are competing at Torrey Pines with John Rahm leading the way. He's had a ton of success around Torrey uh, with a win at the Farmers and a U.S. Open win at Torrey Pines. Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Colin Morikawa, and Will Zalatoris will all join Rahm at Torrey Pines. This will be the first time we see Morikawa since his heartbreaking loss at the century, of course, to Rahm. Uh, and Zalatoris returns to Torrey after coming up just short of tying Luke List on the 72nd hole of last year's edition of the Farmers. Remember, List won his first PGA Tour event last year at Torrey in his 206th start on the PGA Tour. Uh, Zalatoris, Rahm, Jason Day, Justin Rose, and Sung J.M. all finished in the top 10 at Torrey last year. You know, some of the talking heads are going to point out this week that the live defectors, Cameron Tringali, Joaquin Neiman, and Pat Perez also finished in the top 10 at Torrey last year with two of the last three winners, including Patrick Reed uh, and Mark Leishman now playing live. And listen, if your week is ruined because Mark Leishman and Cameron Tringali aren't in the field, then don't don't worry. Uh, you'll be able to watch them on the CW network where they sh you know last aired with the last show that I've ever heard on CW network was One Tree Hill. Uh, but that's where the live tour is going to be aired, and you'll be able to watch Mark Leishman and Cameron Tringali there. And the fact is you have two of the game's five needle movers in the field this week with John Rahm and Justin Thomas. I think by the time play is underway on Thursday, no one will have a second thought about the past champions and contenders who are in the field uh, because these are names that the tour is just going to be just fine without. You lose Joaquin Neiman, no problem. We have Tom Kim on the way. You lose Mark Leishman, no problem. Tony Finau just broke through as a guy in his mid-30s who was starting to figure out the winning formula. With the exception of Tiger, JT, Spieth, Roy, and Rom, world of professional golf is a rotating door of talent. Whether you know it or not, there's over 2,000 professional golfers that could compete on the PGA Tour right now. And, you know, with every player who leaves to go play another tour comes another young talent who's as hungry as the player who came before him. I mean, take 27-year-old uh, take Taylor Montgomery, for example, who has four top tens and nine events so far in his rookie campaign on the PGA Tour. No one had heard of this guy last year. And through nine tournaments this year, he's ranked ninth in the FedEx Cup standings. These are the types of talents that are ready to go as soon as they're given any given opportunity. Um, so I digress on the field and live talk. The farmers will, it'll go from Wednesday through Saturday uh, and will be played on both the Torrey Pines North course and the Torrey Pines South course. Players will alternate between the two over the first two rounds and the final two rounds will be played at the South course. So, uh, over the last three weeks, Torrey Pines has received nearly five inches of rain. So if you didn't think, 
you know, the rough off the fairways was already thick enough around Tory. Know that the rain in the area has, you know, it's only going to make it that much tougher on the players who are struggling to find fairways. So Tory will be playing much longer um, as the wet fairways won't produce as much roll. There is something to be said, you know, for the longer hitters in this field, um, you know, the course is going to be playing easier when it's softer. You know, you come in, you can stop the ball, the greens, usually Tory is pretty baked out. Um, so for some players talk about Zal Torres, talk about Rom, a softer Tory Pines is going to be much easier. But for players who aren't bombers, it's going to be a long, long week uh, if you're off with the driver. It's, it's it's kind of why I've stayed away from Morikawa this week, but we'll get more to the players here in just a second. We'll start off the Farmers preview by discussing the top three favorites on the odds board. Then we'll skip matchups because my only matchup is my best bet, and we'll go directly to the picks to place before I give you a winner and a sleeper for the week. And finally... I'll send you off with a scoring prediction, lineup, and best bet. Remember, the Farmers starts Wednesday this week, so don't forget to get your bets in before then. All right, let's start off here with John Rom at plus 450 on DraftKings, Bovada, or Bet Online. And you already know the jingle. Rom is up to number three in the world and has won four times in his last five starts. He's dominated at Torrey Pines over the years. Uh, one at U.S. Open here, former champ of the Farmers, and he seems to just contend here every single year. And... Once again, it's the same story as last week. If you're going to bet on Rom, you might as well just take him to win at plus 450 because the value um, in his top five number and the value in his matchups is gone. Uh, what I'm seeing over on Bet Online is that Rom is a minus 200 favorite over Tony Finau. Rom is a minus 232 favorite over Justin Thomas. And Rom is a minus 232 favorite over Colin Morikawa. Now, if he wins this week, It'll be the 19th time since 1997 that a player has won th three straight tour starts. And according to the great Justin Ray of PGATour.com, Tiger Woods accounts for 14 of the previous 18 times that a player has won a trifecta of events. That's pretty insane. But bottom line is it's Rom to win or pass this week. You know, top five at plus 100 is totally useless because, like I said earlier, anytime this guy gets within four or five shots of the lead right now, he is coming for the winner's circle. You can bet on that. Moving on to Xander Shoffley at 12 to 1 on bet 365 or MGM. And after withdrawing from the Tournament of Champions, I had a very similar Xander Shoffley theory that I had on Brennan Steele last week. I was not expecting Xander to play well at all. In fact, I barely expected him to make it through the week because in the reports leading up to Palm Springs, it sounded like he, you know, made a decision with his team to fight through the stretch on the schedule rather than just take some time to rest, which I thought was odd because you know, the longer you wait to take care of a potential back issue, the higher chance of it lingering into the major championship season with only about three months to go until Augusta. But, you know, the fact of the matter was Xander played phenomenal at the Amex, finished third and, and made his first ever albatross on the fifth hole at PGA West, which, you know, really got things going for him on Sunday when he shot 62. Xander finished second at the Farmers two years ago, which was just uh, a couple years after he finished seventh at the U.S. Open that was hosted at Torrey. 
I'm going to watch Xander uh, play his next few events and watch to see how he continues performing uh, on that stiff back. So I'm going to pass on Xander Shoffley this week. All right, moving into Justin Thomas at 16 to 1, wrap up the favorites. You can find that either on Bovada or MGM. And JT has had fairly good results at Torrey Pines over the years. Had a top 25 finish in 2021 at the U.S. Open and two other top 20s at the Farmers over the years. The issue is, I don't know which putter JT is going to bring out this week. He hit the ball great at the Tournament of Champions, but instead of using his trusty Cameron X5, he went back to a childhood blade putter at Kapalua that uh, you know he he just did not find any success with. He was negative in strokes gained putting that week, and this is really a trend that has followed him since the U.S. Open at Brookline last year. He hasn't putted with any consistency, with the exception of a good week on the greens at East Lake to end last season. So um, I'm also a pass on JT this week. Uh, we skip. The matchups, because my one matchup for you is my best bet to end it. We move on to picks to place, and I'll start out with Max Homa, top 20 plus 105 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, Max Homa hasn't been as electric at Torrey Pines as, let's say, Silverado and Napa. You know, Everyone says he's just automatic everywhere in California because he's from there, and that's just simply not the case. But he still racked up a pair of top 20 finishes at the Farmers over his last three starts at Torrey, you know, he was nothing but solid in the fall with a win and a trio of top 25s. The win came in Napa and he came back looking good in Kapalu with the third place finish the century tournament champion. So Homa's definitely, you know, one of the more well-rounded players on tour right now, 19th in driving accuracy, 31st in approach and 34th in putting. So uh, the first pick to place for this week is going to be Max Homa top 20 plus 105 on DraftKings Sportsbook. My second and final Pick to place is going to be Jason Day, top 20 plus 115 on Bet Online. And PGA Tour.com reported today that Jason Day is third all time in career earnings at the Farmers Insurance, behind only Tiger Woods and Brant Sedeker. You know, Day has won this event twice, but the past performance isn't really what caught my attention. It's more so the fact that he's only finished outside the top 20 once in his last six starts. You know, Day has struggled pretty mightily with his game since 2019, mostly because he's been plagued with back injuries. Uh, but, you know, he's motivated to get back in the top 50 in the world and qualify for those major championships again. And you have to think that at 35, he still has a ton of more good golf in the tank. So really happy with what Jason Day has done since the fall. We're going to take him uh, at the top 20 number at plus 115 over on Bet Online. All right, we move into the one winner for the week, and I'm going right back with Will Zalatoris, 18 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook and Bet365. You know, I had him as one of my winners for the American Express, and he played very well. He just didn't score well enough to get to that 20 under or deeper range. But when you check his stats from Tita Green over his last two events, there's a ton to like. He was positive with the putter at both the Century and the Amex. He he's hit it so well off the tee, so well with his irons. And, you know, the only reason he finished 36 was just because of some course management mistakes on Friday. I'm sorry, Saturday. Uh, and, and he, you know, he finished second at this, this event last year, seventh back in 2021. His putting on POA has been somewhat questionable since he's been on tour, but I refuse to buy into the Zalatoris bad putter narrative. He's shown he could pick up shots on the greens as he did at Torrey. 
in 2021. So for the second straight week, uh, my winner is going to be Will Zalatoris, 18 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook or Bet365. Okay, on to the dark horse. It's going to be Robbie Shelton, top 20 and plus 550 odds over on Bet365. And, you know, the 2022 Corn Ferry Tour grad has had a, a very respectable start to the season with five top 25 finishes since the beginning of the fall. And even more recently, Shelton has two top 10s over his last three starts. So he's going to have to hit the ball better off the tee around Tory for this ticket to cash. But I have a lot of confidence in a guy who won twice in two months on the Corn Ferry Tour last season. And Shelton has the past results here as well. He finished 16th at the Farmers in 2021. So my dark horse will be Robbie Shelton, top 20 plus 550 odds over on Bet365 for my scoring prediction. I have the winning score at 16 under this week. You know, even though the course will be easier due to soft conditions from the rain over the last three weeks, that's actually going to make the course easier for most of the field. There's supposed to be heavy wins on on Thursday, which is why I don't see the winning score going to 20 under par or better. So my scoring prediction for the farmers will be 16 under. Uh, we'll move on to the lineup. I'm going to start with Max Homa, who's had two victories in his last 25 starts and sits fourth on the FedEx Cup standings. Number two is going to be Maverick McNeely. Um, this is another one of these Stanford guys, along with Patrick Rogers, who just can't seem to find the winning formula, no matter how many top tens they rack up. But the fact of the matter is McNeely has only finished worse than 18th in one event over his last six starts. So we're going to put him to work uh, this week in the lineup. Number three is going to be Jason Day, who we have a top ticket on. It's it's the return of Day for sure. Number four is going to be Jonathan Vegas, who I look forward to take. You know, I think he's going to take full advantage of of his beautiful towering tee shots um, in those soft conditions. At Tory Justin Lower, uh, who had a great fall but has cooled off since. You know, similar to Vegas, I look for Lower to really take advantage of the softness of Tory Pines with his driver. And finally, I'll take Robbie Shelton for the caboose in the lineup. Like I said a few minutes ago, he's, you know, he's been playing great over his last three events, and he has the experience needed to Tory Pines. Okay, guys, a quick word from my friends over at pregame.com. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to remember my coupon code Farmers20. That's Farmers20. Because if you go on pregame.com and click on buy picks, you can use my coupon code for 20% off uh, of any of your favorite handicappers picks. So Go ahead, go to pregame.com, use my coupon code FARMERS20, and get 20% off all picks. Okay, we end things with the best bet, which is going to be Thomas Dietrich over Emiliano Grillo at minus 116. On my local book, you can also find it over on Pinnacle. And I was talking about it last week. Dietrich continues to play very solid golf. We had his top 10 ticket, and unfortunately, he finished 26th last week. You know, he was on the winning Continental European Hero Cup team two weeks ago. And, you know, his good play dates back to the fall when he recorded a second place finish the Bermuda Championship. Great iron player, great putter, hits it well off the tee. Not a bomber, but, you know, on the losing end of, of, of this matchup is Emiliano Grillo, who, you know, totally let us down last week in the face off against Steele. Grillo has now been in the negative on the greens in his last four starts. He's chipping it horribly. Uh, and his iron play was not sharp last week. So we're going to roll with Thomas Dietrich. It's going to be Thomas Dietrich over Emiliano Grillo, minus 116 on my local book uh, or over on Pinnacle. 
All right, that's going to do it here on the Golf Preview Podcast and RJ Bell's Dream Preview for Farmers Insurance Week. I appreciate everyone hanging with me through the sinus infection. Uh, I know the voice sounds awful today. We'll get it back next week for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am uh, right here on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. See you next week. Bye.